Allie's back again. Three times? This is incredible. I, I can't believe on three separate occasions we've come back. The stars have aligned. <laughs> Allie, say hi. Hi there. How's it going? How are you doing, Allie? I'm doing well. Yeah, yeah. This episode, you know, I'm, I'm doing well. You look really serene. Thank you. You're welcome. I like, I like the color. <laughs> I'm wearing, um, what color is this? Oh. It's, it's like corduroy. It's right? like a mustard. Well, the material is corduroy. Is that not also the color? It's kind of mustard, but like muted, like, not bright. Sort of like a muted mustard. A muted mustard. <laughs> I wish I knew. Like a dark muted mustard. <laughs> I'm out of my depth here. <laughs> I wear blue jeans and <laughs> t-shirts. I have black shirt on. We watched Waco, Allie and I did, because it just came on Netflix. It was originally a TBS production, I think, or something. Something. Yeah, it was some sort of network production. And, uh, man, that was good. Taylor Kitsch sells me on that kind of cult leader vibe. Did you watch Friday Night Lights? No. How do you know Taylor Kitsch? As Gambit? Yes, but more personal to me was to the ire of the film community, season two of True Detective. Taylor Kitsch was Oh, that's right. I forgot he was in that. He was the gay detective. He was a gay detective. Such an underappreciated season of television. Also, he was very good in Waco. Yeah. Stole the show. I think he's a great actor. He also, just like we were talking about three weeks ago when we recorded. (laughs) Yeah, it was a long time. (laughs) Yeah. The actor that played the brother in Ozark season three, they're both going to become something. Well, Taylor Kitsch has been in the game for probably a decade. I mean, John Carter. Totally. Remember John Carter? A uh, little JC. We yeah. don't talk about John yeah, yeah. Carter here. We don't talk about John Carter. The film that enough. almost destroyed Taylor Kitsch's career. No, right? Single-handedly. That's why he's been struggling to bounce back. Probably. Also, everyone has wanted a sequel. There's like multiple petitions online about wanting a sequel for that film. Yeah, online petitions. We know how those turn out. Hey, man, it saved Tom Holland. It saved, and that's what matters. Okay, that's true. Spider-Man is still in the MCU. And online petitions work. Also, Black Lives Matter. So many online petitions have made so much change in the movement so far. That's true. We're all about that BLM movement here. Yep. Even though none of us are B. Well, like, yeah. Uh, Anyway, today we're talking about none of the stuff that we've talked about so far. (laughs) Today we're talking about this show called Politician that came out on Netflix. It's a Ryan Murphy production. If you're unfamiliar with Ryan Murphy... He's most famous, I would say, for American Horror Story, which is on its eighth season on, gosh, what is that? FX. FX. It's on FX, and American Horror Story is great. I've watched every season of it, and it definitely has this tone where it's very, very dark, and there's elements of horror, obviously, and gore, but then it has a lot of these really funny things that happen throughout. So the politician sort of mimics American Horror Story in that way, but it it get rid of all the horror and the gore and keep all the funny, but the dark is applied to, the dark aspects of the show is more applied to what it's like to be in politics. Well, his productions, even American Horror Story, they always had a level of social commentary as well. Yeah. Ryan Murphy has a lot to say. He does, and he works with good people who also have a lot of good things to say. So if you don't know Ryan Murphy, like I was saying, he's also produced, <clears throat> alongside American Horror Story, he's produced American Crime Story, which is most famous for the, the first season, which is the O.J. Simpson show. Was that Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah. And that was very, very good as well. Really good. It had John Travolta in it. It had David Schwimmer. 
It had Sarah Paulson, who she's in every season of American Horror Story, and she was great as the lawyer in the O.J. Simpson season. And he also worked on Glee, and now he has produced a show for Netflix called The Politician, and it stars Ben Platt, who some of you might know from a little movie called Pitch Perfect. Ben Platt played this really funny character in Pitch Perfect. He was like a nerd. But in Politician, he plays a suave, sophisticated precocious sort yeah sort of precocious asb student his goal is to become the president of the united states the whole idea of the show is to become the president of the united states you have to continue to be elected and work your way up from even something as small as winning asb president in your senior year of high school and so the whole season one takes place in high school in his senior year of high school trying and he's trying to become the president the ASP president of his high school. And it takes place in Santa Barbara. And the cast is just full of good-looking people. Classic Ryan Murphy. Yeah, classic <laughs> Ryan Murphy. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's in the show. I forget her name. You'll have to look her up. But the actress? The, the, main, the main actress from Bohemian Rhapsody. She's, she was, you know, super cute. But she was Boynton. in this. Yeah, Lucy Boynton. She kind of plays like a villain-esque character the first uh, season, but not real, not like a true villain. She's just kind of like an antagonist to the main character, Peyton. Is that Ben Platt? Is Peyton? Yeah, Peyton. David Cornsweet or Cornsweet? Cornsweet. He is probably the most attractive. Ali, every time he's on screen, Ali and I are like, wow, he's yeah. very attractive. Yeah, it's like I'm not even attracted to him, but he's just a beautiful human being. He also just came out on that, that new Netflix show uh, called Hollywood. <laughs> he basically looks... Like a Superman. Like if, like, you know how attractive Henry Cavill is a Superman? Imagine a more perfect, attractive Superman. That's David Corrin Sweat, or Corrin Sweet. I'm looking at him right now. He's okay. You have to see him in the show. See him it's in different. the show. It's different, Gabe. You don't know, Gabe. You don't know. <laughs> you you weren't there. <laughs> anyway, today we're talking about The Politician Season 2, which takes place after high school. And he's running for a different election this time. Actual senator. office. He's running for a state senator of New York. Yeah. Allie and I watched it. We both really, really liked this show. Specifically season two. Bette Midler, isn't it? Bette Midler from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and Beaches. <laughs> Can you draw any comparisons to something like House of Cards in tone? Or is uh, it much more? No, very different tone. it's not House of Cards. I would say it's actually, it's very aware of itself it's very millennial post-millennial much climate change heavier on the comedy heavy on the comedy but really on the dark comedy but intelligently written intelligent dark comedy ali and i found ourselves laughing out loud a lot while watching this Mm -hmm. there was even a moment where like sexuality is super yeah there's a lot of threesomes a lot of threesomes so there's there's one point even where there's um three people about to have sex with each other and everyone, and you being the audience, knows that they're, they're about to have sex. And what they do is they just... They melt down They together. melt down out of frame. <laughs> like, in the most kind of, like, kitsch, you in know... In the most men in black way. Yeah, yeah, And it's super funny. And Ali and I are like, oh my gosh. I can't believe in a show that's this intelligent just went for such a joke. And it's a physical comedy joke, obviously. But that's the, the brilliance of the show, I think, is it's really funny in its tone. Gwyneth Paltrow plays... Peyton's mom adoptive and, mother oh yeah yeah and she is a stoner no who doesn't care about anything really but herself and and her son Peyton he, she doesn't even care about her other family or her other sons that she has wow but she cares so little and she's so outspoken about political issues that she gets elected and almost 
by the end of the show spoilers by the way she gets elected as governor as wow. of the state of california yeah she also proposes for california to secede from the nation <laughs> secede from the nation wow yeah so kind of a sociopath yes Anyway, it's a really fun show. I hope it comes back for a season three. Ben Platt's amazing in it. So Gabe, what was your experience watching this show? Well, just like Dave, I did not really watch any of Politician. Well, mostly due to lack of interest. (laughs) Ryan Murphy Productions are not often my cup of tea. I liked American Horror Story because I'm a big fan of the horror genre, but generally speaking, his stuff is just not something I'm really invested in. I think you'd like Politician. It, I, I think there's a part of you that would hate it, just like <laughs> just like normal people. But I think you would like. I despise the reality. Well, politician is definitely a hyper reality. It's it's certainly. Does it play off a lot of the tropes of the times? Like yeah, what yeah. if what's going on Abs- today? Absolutely, definitely. In fact, one big theme that was happening in season two was climate change. Climate change. He was advocating for climate change, and that's how he was he was basing his whole campaign off of that angle. And I, us being in the middle of COVID, I found it kind of funny to see, watch a show about climate change in the middle of so many other hot button topics that are occurring right now in the world. But apart from that, climate change is still a huge issue. But one thing it does in a really hilarious way is it, you know, shows these characters, they're focused on these, yeah, these hot button issues to drive their campaign, but then it also dismantles their integrity and like the political scandals and the schemes and the winning the game the game of thrones all of that stuff but it's pretty hilarious like there's one there's one part in season two where you know there's um someone leaks a photo of Peyton to his uh, uh the other candidate who's running against him of him and when he was like six, dressed up as a Native American. Uh-oh. Um, a you know how uh, that works. Geronimo, the, the famous Native American Geronimo. Oh, no. And, uh, <laughs> and obviously, that's a sensitive issue, like just <laughs> carnivalizing different cultures and dressing up as different cultures. But, you know, I did it in just such a hilarious way where they're like hung up on, you know, him dressing up as this Native American, but he was six. He obviously did not know what he was doing. So he's, he makes this statement apologizing to the whole public. And during that apology, he has a Native American next to him. Who's like doing some incense. And no, (laughs) it's just, you know, it's, it's over the top. It's over the top. Exactly. It's over the top. Um, but also, you know that there's a thread of truth to yeah. just, you know, politicians having to play this game. Really funny stuff, to be honest. Yeah. I, it's a really fun show. Also, it kind of gets you thinking about what politics is actually like. Very duplicitous and scary. If Donald Trump had no intention to be president, his his folks were just like, yeah, we're going to just throw his name. I'm pretty sure he still has no intention to be president. Yeah, but he's going to run for a second term. So. His people are like, this is what you should do now. Mm. You know, he, if nothing else, he's committed to the bit. So Yeah. I mean, but isn't that so true of like, you know, when you're running for something, whoever your audience is, like you run with those issues hard, you know? Yeah. And I think that commentary, I don't know. It, you feed into the base. You feed into the base, whether it's a Republican sympathy or Democrat sympathy. And I think that the show does that well in kind of revealing that in a really funny way. But also, it, you know, also makes you think about what you really care about and what do the politicians really care about? Yeah. Also, aren't we all just committed to our own bits of ourselves? Yeah. Like, I'm committed to being <laughs> Stephen. But it, I think it's a really interesting question 
on a larger scale because even outside of politics, you have communities that have a leader. I mean, I I was talking to you guys earlier about live streaming communities, Mm. and it's funny, there's always a head of a community, right? And that person sort of simultaneously embodies the emotions and the ideologies of that community, but it also, it's cyclical in that he feeds back into it. So, I don't know. Mm. I think the politician is interesting because you have these figures that are, while they're parodies of real life, they're also very indicative of the things we're going through as a people, you know, as a community. So Gabe, kind of as a listener of this particular episode of this podcast, have we convinced you to potentially reconsider watching this show? I wouldn't say reconsider. I'd just consider, period. I'd never considered it before. I would con- I would consider it now. This has been a glowing recommendation. Was it what I said or what Allie said? Both of you guys. I think it was a little more me, but I think one other thing (laughs) that I love about the show, the production design is also really amazing. Like you're really drawn into the world and and the costume design and the costume design and like accentuates the characters and exaggerates the characters. And it has a Sufjan Stevens song as the opening. Chicago. In fact, Chicago, the title sequence of the show is amazing. Anyway, keep going, Ali. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that's one thing that like I specifically just personally am drawn to is just the the colors that they use and it's it's really bright and happy and quirky and yeah i just thought the visuals of the show like it was is really well done as well yeah from seeing some episodes of glee watching american horror story american crime story and watching this this is probably apart from american horror story my favorite thing i've seen ryan murphy produce i would like to just say um i mean i mentioned i've never been a huge fan of ryan murphy's stuff but I think it is important in today's society to really draw people into the political discourse, mm-hmm. you know, in one way or another, whether that's a show or a podcast or just talking around the table with your friends. I think it is more important than ever to get involved, even if it's just in a, a superficial way with politics. Things are very important <laughs> to talk about right now. So that's true. I'm glad that people are continually bring it to the forefront of mm-hmm. popular yeah. conscious popular culture consciousness popular culture there you go yeah politics mm-hmm. is too has been so interweaved with pop culture as it is that's mm-hmm. true meme mm-hmm. culture whatever you want to call it <laughs> if nothing else it's good that it's being talked about mm-hmm. you know especially with things like black lives matter going on and on that note cue sufian stevens Slept in parking lots I don't mind